0: Good morning. It's March 8th. It is a windy morning in New York. Someone in the distance is grinding away with power tools, but there's nothing I can do about that. This is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. Another load of documents came out yesterday in the Fox News Dominion lawsuit, further establishing the already well-established premise that Fox News is not a news gathering organization, but is dedicated to some other set of agendas. The question is what exactly those agendas are. For instance, Rupert Murdoch tried to lie in his deposition about whether he had given Jared Kushner a preview of a Joe Biden TV ad. Bloomberg reports that he initially denied providing the ad preview until he was shown an email in which he told Kushner he will send it, according to excerpts of his deposition made public Tuesday. A Dominion lawyer asked Murdoch if it was appropriate for the owner of a TV news network to be advising one presidential campaign about what the other presidential campaign was doing, to which Bloomberg Reports' Murdoch replied, I was trying to help Mr. Kushner. He's a friend of mine. Obviously, Fox News was founded by a Republican operative for the purpose of advancing Republican political goals. And there's been plenty of evidence in the Dominion files that Rupert Murdoch was actively campaigning for the Republicans. But anytime someone claims to like Jared Kushner, it's reasonable to ask questions about what they're really up to And another way of reading Murdoch's exchange with Kushner is that Kushner wasn't spending enough money on TV ads. And by warning Kushner about Biden's superior performance in TV advertising, he may have been less trying to tilt the election in Trump's favor and more trying to get Jared Kushner to spend more money with Fox. Similarly, there are back-channel texts by Tucker Carlson in which he says of Trump, I hate him passionately and describes Trump's handling of the election as disgusting and says he can't wait for Trump to be gone, so he doesn't have to talk about him anymore. And this may be a window into the true thinking of Tucker Carlson, but it may also just be a manipulative liar telling a different set of lies to a small private audience than the set of lies that he tells to his large public audience. However, it seems fair to take at face value Maria Bartiromo telling Steve Bannon that she won't have her team call Joe Biden president-elect, and that she's scared and sad, because that's consistent with Maria Bartiromo being an idiot. And it's nice to think that there was someone involved who was sincere, even if they were sincerely foolish. On the front of the Times, U.S. officials suggest that a pro-Ukrainian group carried out the attack on the Nord Stream pipelines last year. Moving away from the theory that the Russians blew up their own pipeline, a theory whose weakness, as the Times writes, is that it was unclear what motivation the Kremlin would have in sabotaging the pipelines, given that they have been an important source of revenue and a means for Moscow to exert influence over Europe. Beyond that insight, U.S. officials said there was much they did not know about the perpetrators and their affiliations. The review of newly collected intelligence suggests they were opponents of President Vladimir V. Putin of Russia, but does not specify the members of the group or who directed or paid for the operation. Later, the story also says the explosives were most likely planted with the help of experienced divers who did not appear to be working for military or intelligence services. Really curious what fits the bill for a non-military, non-intelligence team of explosives wielding deep-sea saboteurs. Maybe it was Spectre. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell, frustrated and alarmed by the fact that Americans continue to get jobs, is suggesting he's going to raise rates higher to try to break the economy. Right next to that is a story about a freshman Republican congressman from Oklahoma who is looking forward to the debt ceiling showdown as a chance to attack this woke and weaponized government that's been pointed at the American people. Why not just let them use the debt ceiling to break the economy on the Fed's behalf, and then everybody wins, at least for certain values of everybody. That's the news. Take care of yourselves. Subscribe to Indignity to keep these podcasts coming, or to keep Indignity itself coming, and have a wonderful day. We'll talk tomorrow.